Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So let's talk a little football, and let's do it with Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider, one of the best in the business. Baldy, thanks for joining us again, man. Uh, it's a pleasure, guys. Good to be with you, man. Thanks. So tonight, Baldy, we're previewing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think the Buccaneers are going to be even better than they were last year, especially when you consider the fact like Brady was learning the offense the first nine weeks of the season. He's coming off offseason surgery. He's not getting any younger. But what are your thoughts on Tampa Bay heading into this year, Brian? I've never, ever seen a team in modern era return all 22 starters and, <laughs> yep. even more important, the entire coaching staff. Normally when you win a Super Bowl, I mean, coordinators are getting plucked and, you know, coaches are moving on, you know, mm-hmm. to, to bigger to bigger deals. And they don't lose anybody. And so I do think that they could be better this year. I mean, they were good last year. They finished really strong. Uh, you know, the league wants to put them against the Cowboys on Thursday night to kick off the, the league season. That's a big deal. Um, we know how Brady can get laser-focused. Um I, I don't see a weakness in the football team right now. I mean, they always say you can't bring back the same team, but they don't have to bring back the same team. They, they can bring back a better team. We're joined now by the Baldy, Brian Baldinger. And uh, I have a quick question for you. It, this news actually just came out, and I know you've been around NFL circles for freaking ever longer than I've been alive, and that's a compliment. Um, Jets assistant coach Greg Knapp Ugh. just passed Horrible. away uh, following that tragic bike uh, bicycle, excuse me, cycling incident uh, earlier this week. Did you ever have any run-ins with Coach Snap? And uh, did, did you just know um, what type of guy he was? And just any story that you may have of, of the kind of man he is or what you've heard of him? Now, I've known Greg a long time, a long time. I mean, he's been to a lot of different teams. Um, I've always I've – always, I mean, I just saw him at the Jets' last minicamp. He came up to me. I was just standing out there watching. Came up and gave me a big hug. I mean, I was around him. I did the Falcon preseason games for five straight years in a row. I was there um, in 2008 when Matt Ryan and Mike Smith took over and Greg Knapp was a part of that staff. And, uh, you know, I mean, I was, that was Matt Ryan from the beginning. You know, he was there with them, helping them out. And just, you know, his stops along the way, whether it was with the Raiders and, you know, the Rams, all the different stops he's had. He's always been a great guy to be around. He was there with, in Atlanta with Mike Vick. Um, when Mike Vick was the biggest show in all of Atlanta. Wow. Um, you know, he's, he was a great quality coach. He was a better person. I just read about this story just recently, just in the last hour. It's just, uh, it's, it's, hor- it's horrible. It's a horrible story. It really is. I mean, he was really looking forward to working with Zach Wilson this year. That was basically his, his project was to work with Zach mm. on mechanics and breaking him into the NFL and, you know, showing him the ropes, and, you know, it's uh, he's not going to get that chance. Man, he's way too young, too. Just a brutal story. Brian, Um, you know, one of the popular teams that everybody's going to be probably running to the window to bet on this year is going to be the Tennessee Titans, who add Julio Jones, but I just i am not impressed with them defensively. One of the worst defenses in the league last year, 28th in EPA, and all they add is Bud Dupree, who is coming off a torn ACL offensively. They had Julio Jones, but they lose Arthur Smith, who I think is one of the better play callers in the league. What are your thoughts on Tennessee heading into the season? Well, I agree with a lot of the things you said. Um, you know, the only, 
I mean, they've they've rebuilt the secondary. We got to see when Caleb Farley gets you know is is cleared to play, and they bring in the Jack Rabbit. Uh, Kevin Byard looks like the only sure thing in that secondary. Yeah. They've they've had problems back there, not to mention just the pass rush. And you mentioned Bud Dupree coming back from a torn ACL. We got to see how that goes. But I agree with you. I think losing Arthur Smith is a big deal. I mean, he was there when Ryan Tannehill came, and it was his offense. And you know, he really he really built the offense around the running game and Ryan Tannehill's strengths. And you got to you just don't know if you're going to get the same feel that you had with Arthur Smith. I thought he was an excellent play caller. I thought he was an excellent game planner. And that's a that's going to be a big loss. We we got to see if they can replace that. But I'm I'm with you on Tennessee quite a bit. You know, I mean, I I think they'll still be able to run it cuz Derrick Henry is just a locomotive that doesn't yeah. seem like he wants to slow down. And Julio We'll help him, and him and A.J. will be a good tandem. But I don't know if that's enough, you know, to get past Indianapolis and the AFC South and if it's good enough to get, you know, one of the first seven slots in the playoff uh, race. Brian, um, news came out earlier this week of the Cam Akers injury, and everybody is really all in pretty much on this uh, Rams team, especially with the addition of Matthew Stafford. That running game is is very special and pertinent to their success. Uh, a lot of people may overlook that. But who do you think, you know, can step up? Do they have a guy that can step up on that roster? Darrell Henderson, Xavier Jones? Uh, or do you think they bring someone else in? You know, I'm a Washington football team guy, so Adrian Peterson's name has been floating all throughout the circles as a free agent who says he's ready to go. What do you think they do to kind of uh, make up or try to make up for Cam Akers' uh, loss in the running game? I don't think there is mm. anybody that can replace Cam Akers. Yeah. I mean, Adrian Peterson is H. If, he, if they bring him, or you know, they bring Frank Gore in, or you know, and that's that's all fine. Those guys can still, you know, carry the rock. But I guess Daryl Henderson will be, you know, the first choice. But you know, he was cleanly beaten out by Cam Akers a year ago. Right. If you watch Cam down the stretch, I mean, you kind of scratch your head. I talked to Aaron Cromer, their former offense line coach, like why they didn't put him in sooner and make him the the every down back, and he just said, I'm with you. I, he couldn't understand why they weren't. They they knew how talented he was. He made a difference. That playoff win against Seattle, was he was huge in that game. Uh, you know, the Rams are an unusual team. Um, you know, they've got about half of their entire salary cap, you know, spent on Matt Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald. Yeah. I mean, they are a star-studded team. When their stars play big, they're hard to beat. They don't have another player on offense. That was a first-round pick. They're the only team in the league that only has one player on the offense with the first-round pick. Now, that's not to say anything about Cooper Cup or Van Jefferson or Robert Woods. I mean, they're all really good players. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the offensive line, look, Andrew Andrew Whitworth is still their best offensive lineman. I don't think they've ever replaced, um, you know, the center and the guard, you know, Roger Saffold from a a year ago and John Sullivan. I don't – two years ago. I don't think they've ever replaced those guys. So – They've got the work cut out for them. I think replacing both coordinators and Aaron Cromer is going to be a lot tougher than what people think. Brian, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this question, especially in the presence of my co-host, Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to take the first snap for the Green Bay Packers? Like, what's going on with this situation, man? Well, I, I have contended throughout this saga that he's going to line up and take the opening snap this year. For the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, I, I could be I could be reading the story, de- you know, I could be completely dead wrong. I don't I don't have any inside information. Nobody does. Right. You can read between the lines about 
you know, what his fiance is saying and try to figure things out. But they play the Saints on a Sunday afternoon in New Orleans to kick things off. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. I don't believe that Brian Gutekinds or Mark Murphy is going to trade him. I don't believe that it's in it. I don't believe it's Aaron Rodgers' best interest to sit out and to make a statement. In fact, I think the tension that exists between him and certain members of the organization about how they treat him or look at him is one of the reasons why he was the MVP of the league last year. Mm-hmm. I think it got the very best out of him. And not many people can just laser focus like that. He's one of those guys. And I don't know how long he's going to hold out if he holds out. But the longer he holds out, I think the more it hurts his team. And ultimately, it's about the team. So I think he should get back in there and, you know, try to get the team over the NFC Championship hunt and into the SoFi Stadium in February for the Super Bowl. I completely agree with you, Brian. I was going to ask you about Trey Lance and the 49ers, but actually I want to take this question a different route because I saw earlier today you said you'd be shocked if he wasn't if he didn't have the ball in his hands when they faced Detroit in the opener. So I'm looking at – Let me just – hold on a second, Ryan. Yeah. But let me just clarify. Like, I just think there's going to be a package. Right. Same here. Lance. I'm not saying yeah. he's a starter or anything like that. Yeah. But they drafted him to be the future. Now – Jimmy G is more than capable, we know that, of yeah. being the starter. They drafted him because he's missed 23 starts in the last two years. Yep. And they're unsure with the game Bell. So I just think there's going to be a package for Trey Lance. No, completely agree with you. And even if yeah. it's in the red zone, man. Uh, but So I'm looking at yeah. division winners over at BetMGM, and I was actually shocked that the 49ers are the favorites to win the NFC West. They're plus 180. The Rams are plus 190. The Seahawks are plus 280. I wanted to get your thoughts on Seattle because – they have the second most difficult schedule against opposing defenses. Still have huge questions about that offensive line. 30th last season in an adjusted sack rate. And they went 8-3 and three in one-score games. That's pretty tough to do again. What are your thoughts on the Seahawks coming into this season? Well, you know, you can never count the Seahawks out. I mean, the combination of Pete Carroll, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson is tough to beat. Uh, no matter who's around those guys. I mean, they're just great players, determined, complete pros. I do think there's a little bit of a difference in philosophy between what, how Russell Wilson wants to play and how Pete Carroll wants to play. Now, they bring a new offense coordinator in from the Rams, which might open the offense up a little bit. They did bring Gabe Jackson in to play right guard. He's an upgrade on the offensive line. But I just don't see this defense being a shutdown defense. I see, a, you know, they brought in Kerry Hyder, who I'm a big fan of as a pass rusher. Um, but let's face it, they're not – an elite defensive front. And if you're not in this league, then it's tough to be a great defense and the rebuilding the secondary. So I think defensively, they're still a very average team. And part of it is, look, once Russell Wilson got off his rookie contract, they couldn't pay those stars that they had on defense that led the league in fewest points surrendered with the Legion of Boom and Cliff Averill and Michael Bennett, all the guys they had there. They, they can't afford those type of players anymore. And so part of it is Russell Wilson's salary really prohibits them from going out there and getting elite players. And look, maybe L.J. Collier busts out this year, but that was a real position of need, and he has yet to really show that he was worthy of that high number one draft pick they spent on him. Baldy, I have a question about Sam Darnold and his new situation. Um, 
I'm one of the people who believes that, you know, he was playing for the freaking Jets and he was getting <laughs> battered and bruised. Uh, Adam Gase yeah. didn't do him any favors. Now, new location, new team, very much new energy in that coaching staff. I'm not saying they have elite weapons all over the place, but what is your read on Sam Darnold? And you think this is the new breath of fresh air he needs? Or do you th- like do you think he's just an average to below average quarterback? And that's we see what we've seen is what we have we're going to get in the future. Well, first of all, I think they have elite talent around him, um, better than he's ever had. Yeah. Um, you know, even, you know, USC, the Jets. I mean, this is, I mean, he's got elite players around him. You, you start with the running back. But, you know, I know Matt Rule real well. I think Sam is just going to get a nice, fresh start. And I expect him to play well. I don't think it's going to take a long time. I think the, the situation he was in in New York, I don't think anybody would have been successful. And then if you throw in the injuries they had and the mononucleosis that he had, you know, two years ago to start the season, I, I don't think anybody could have been successful with what he had. There wasn't one single weapon around him that was healthy. The entire training camp last year, they went to play week one, and none of these guys could, could really line up and play. So I, I think that this is going to be a good fit. And I'd be surprised if it doesn't work out, to be honest with you. Completely agree. Thanks so much for joining us, Brian. That's Brian Baldinger. You can find him on Twitter, Baldy NFL, with the NFL Network, Fox Sports, Compass Media, and of course, Odyssey NFL Insider. Have a good night, Brian. Thank you, Baldy. Okay. Take care, guys. Yep, all the time. All right, Quentin. Ryan, see ya. Love that guy, man. I could talk with him for like literally 14 hours. There isn't a question that you can ask him that he's that he doesn't know, like the back of his hand. I, I could just, ask him what shoe size was Clinton Portis, and he'd be like, oh, everybody knows Clinton Portis wore 10 and a half, <laughs> 11 on away games. Like, wait, what? How, how, what does that even mean? I just, not that I don't love baseball, especially when my team's nine and a half games back in the division and, uh, you know, has one of the highest payrolls in all of Major League Baseball, but I just can't wait for football season. Man. I can't wait for preseason football. We didn't have it last year. I complain about it every other year. Every year, I, I don't care. I can't wait for preseason football. Football, like, especially with this rookie class, such a great, such a great sport, man. Like, That's the, you know what though? I think it's a little recency bias because we all just love basketball and the stars and the season. But when the NFL comes into town, kick that door down. Everybody looks and says, "Oh, NFL's here." Oh, it's the king. I don't care about anything else right now for the next eighteen to twenty weeks. Shoot, twenty-four weeks. Yeah. Miss me with all the other BS. Yeah, I will be tweeting about the Wizards. I will be tweeting about all these free agent, this draft, that trade. But just know my heart is in the turf.